At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like San Shen, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash that story show. This is Captain Michael of the ship Resident Nomad. I have been on the planet Covetus Quarantinus for seven days. I have detected no forms of life in my immediate location, but I hear voices. I sure hope it's the voices of James and John on that story show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into sleep. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people. This is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode 386, brought to you the week of August 20th, 2021, and I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, my name is John, and I know the feeling of dancing on the ceiling. Oh, one of the few, one of the few that's made it. It's you and that girl from Freddy Krueger. Oh, no, wait. Lionel Richie did it, too. Oh, did he? Yeah, because, you know, he's got that whole song. Oh, what a feeling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Been dancing on the ceiling. Right. I should stop singing now. No, no. Let's let's just do the whole show as a musical tribute to. Uh... <gasps> Can we? <laughs> in, in the past, we've threatened to sing the entire show. <laughs> Could you imagine that? It would be terrible. Um, I would, would do anything for something. podcasting, but I won't do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, that song makes me hungry. Yes. <laughs> makes me hungry for meatloaf. All right, we got an opening story. We always start with one. So this is a good one. It's from Liam Seeley. It made me laugh. So a couple of weeks ago, my family was having some friends over for supper, and we decided to make burgers and tacos. Not a combination you would expect, but we love both meals individually, so we decided to combine them. Well, as you probably know, when you make meat for tacos, you're going to have a lot of grease. And the way my mom gets the grease out is we spoon all the meat out and then we pour the grease into an empty soda can. This will be oh. important later. Dun, dun, dun. So a little foreshadowing right yeah, there. Just a little, just a little. So when my friends or our friends came over, we had the tacos and the burgers ready to go. And we sat down at the table mm-hmm. and we started feasting on our delicious meal. Well, I had opened a Pepsi can a few minutes earlier. Dun, dun, dun. And it was on the kitchen counter, so I went to get it, and I picked up the can, and it was abnormally warm, but I didn't think anything about it because it had been (laughs) on the counter beside the warm frying pan, and I lifted the can to my mouth. I took a big sip, Mm. and I was in for a big surprise because instead of the refreshing taste of Pepsi, (laughs) warm, (laughs) warm grease filled my mouth. Warm Mm. taco grease. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I shot a Taco Bell right there, buddy. <laughs> I immediately ran to the sink to spit it out. I had accidentally grabbed the can that had the grease in it from the taco meat. Really? Is that what happened? I'm glad you told us because I wouldn't have got it otherwise. It, <laughs> it took forever to get the horrible taste out of my mouth. Yes, because it's <laughs> like somebody poured perf and wax into your mouth and you've got to chip mm-hmm. it all out. <laughs> you should have something to scrape your tongue with and take, stuff. Take some Dawn. And swish it around like like aftershave or aftershave, yeah, 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 yeah. like uh, <laughs> mouthwash, yeah, or aftershave, whatever sure. works, you know. And my family has been teasing me about this ever since it happened. Yeah, because you got a greasy mouth, you got a slimy, <laughs> greasy mouth, and your toothpaste doesn't stick to your teeth anymore. The moral of this story is: if you pick up a newly opened Pepsi can and it's warm, don't drink it. It's not going to be Pepsi. <laughs> at least not in liam's house nope goodness gracious mm, yummy yeah 
we could do a whole show on things poured into the wrong containers, you know, because mm-hmm. like there was that dad that was spraying his kids hermit crabs and it turned out to be oh. mom's vinegar cleaner. And <laughs> he thought it was water and he was killing them day after day. I always kind of like that. Story. Why do these hermit crabs keep dying? I don't understand why, <laughs> why I'm killing so many things I'm trying to keep alive. It's, Stop it. it. Smells like Easter in here though. I don't know why. <laughs> this water smells funny, but I guess it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forbidden sips. Those are the worst. You know, when you're taking a drink of something and you think it's something else. Oh yes. Yes. Those are the worst. Cause it, your mouth is expecting one thing and you get slapped in the face. And it something. doesn't matter. Even if it's something good, like I like a, a diet Coke or a diet Pepsi, but if yeah. I was expecting tea and I took a sip and it was soda, I would freak out, absolutely freak out, and vice versa. Yeah. If I thought it was, uh, you know, soda and it was tea, that's probably, yeah. you know, that's just as bad. It's terrible. So anyway, we're gonna have a great show for you guys. We got a lot of good stuff. Um, we're gonna be cleaning house today. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of middle school drama um, ahead of us. Yes, we love it. We love it. We love you middle school listeners. We love your stories. And every now and then we just clean house. We take them all together wow. and we put them together in one show. But uh, it's, a good, it's a good mix. We got a good mix of stuff. And we have an amazing featured story today sent by John's son, James. Oh, really? Yeah. And I can't wait to share that as well. So <laughs> first, though, let's uh, rewind the week. Rewinding. All right, so rewinding the week is where we take something from the last seven days or so and share it here on the show. And and um, I'm going to go first because I recently went to Colorado, mm-hmm. and I have told stories on this show. Matter of fact, I think a whole episode was dedicated to every um, every encounter that I have had with a horse, and every one of them have mm. been bad. Until, <laughs> until this trip. <gasps> okay. You had a good experience. I did. And I can't wait. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we went to go horseback riding. Uh, my family did. I unfortunately am too fat to ride small female horses. Um, <laughs> and that's all they had was female horses at this, uh, farm. And, uh, so I came up to make a joke and I, and I yell out to the, la- to the ladies that are there. I'm like, Hey, why don't y'all strap two of these together and I'll just ride both of them. And, and the lady <laughs> without missing a beat, she's like, Oh, Roman style. And I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Roman style. There you go. Roman okay. style. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Roman, style. Roman style. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yes, um, I'm, you know, I don't know. It's like trying to joke with an Irishman. They're, they're too funny. They, they're on top of you before you even know. <laughs> What, what, you know, you're doing, you want me to say ukulele? I'll say ukulele, 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 ukulele. Uh, I know what you're talking about there, James. It's yeah, all right. I'm on top of ukulele. The but, um, so anyway, I, I couldn't ride. Um, so I, Aww. I sent off my family. I took pictures. I sat in the car and I watched a movie while they were riding. And I kept hearing this noise behind me, but I was afraid to look. Cause I'm like, oh, it's the husband of this family. Cause it was, there was daughters and a mom and I'm like, there, there's a man around here. Cause, um, I even thought about breaking into their house. I was like, there's no one around. I could break into their house. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that I'm not a housebreaker in, or you guys know I'm a rule follower to the extreme, but I was like, I could break into their house. And, and then, you know, what would I take that I could steal that it would, you know, Jeez. I just enjoyed the, 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 the thought process for a while. Cause Sit I was in their couch, and I'd put have your feet up. Yeah. I mean, I could have air conditioning, whatever. Um, but anyway, so I, I just kept hearing noises behind me. So my neck is frozen and I can't look because I didn't introduce myself when he first walked by apparently. So I couldn't do anything. Long story short, when they come back, as I'm walking toward where they are, I look and see where the noise is coming from. And there is a baby horse. It's a, oh, it's it's a baby horse. And I never get excited about animals, but he was so cute. Oh my gosh. He was so cute. And he was with his mom and I called him over. I did the thing and he came over and he stuck his little head out of the gate 
and I touched him on the head and I petted him. I was so careful and I was so gentle because I thought at any moment he's going to run away like a zebra or something, you know, and, and, and no, he just kept coming up and putting different parts of his face and his neck and his head over underneath my hand, like some sort of cat that, that really yeah. wants to be scritched. And, and I just kept rubbing. I touched his ears. I touched his little nose uh, between his eyes or up underneath his neck Aww. and everything. And then when the I had to go to see my people because they had come back. And when I left, he did a dance all the way back to his mom. <laughs> he did this little happy dance like I had just made this baby horse's day. It was yes, so amazing. Like, he was so excited to meet James Kennison. I mean, who wouldn't dance? <laughs> So I called my family over and, and, um, yeah, somebody found a picture. <laughs> Holy crap. And they, <laughs> they put, put it in the chat the room. <laughs> He's took, my new little friend. Yeah. He was so little. And I called my family over and, and the horse came back to me. He wouldn't come to them and, and they got to pet him as a result. And it was like, I bonded Aww. with this animal and I, you guys know me. I don't bond with animals. I don't like animals very much. But this little horse, man, I mean, my first, my first encounter was a horse was when I was a boy and they put him up on me, put me up on him bareback and I fell off into some sticks. My second yeah. in, encounter was a horse was in grade school and I went and tried to make him go faster and he barreled out and scared me to death and almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> and I, um, yeah, and I got in trouble and, um, for doing that. And then the third time was when me and my wife were on a honey, uh, honeymoon, we call them all honeymoons, anniversary, and um, we went uh, riding, and I was on a giant horse that started bucking and broncoing and jumping oh, in the air. And so none of my horse experiences have been great, and I was not sad at all that I wasn't riding a horse. But man, I loved this baby horse experience. I and it was free. I didn't have to pay a dime. They could have charged yeah. me fifty bucks, and I would have been like, "How much tip? How much tip do I add?" Because yeah, it was great. Baby horse petting. Oh, Aww. Did you name him? Um, I, 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 the baby. The baby's name was. Oh, what was it? It was Joy or something like that. It was some hmm. three-letter name, like Bell or. Or something. I don't know, but I didn't name no. It was it was a female though. So little little horse, little girly horse. Yeah, and it was the first mm. time they had ever had a baby horse at their farm. And so oh. anyway, that was my weekly update is I had an amazing experience with a baby animal. So <laughs> it's a baby That's awesome. It was a baby horse. A baby horse. That's great. I, I love that for you. I love that you had that experience with friendly horses. No, I don't think he understood what I was saying it. to him, but I was saying nice things to him. I was imagining like a little Sebastian horse. You remember that from Parks yes, and Rec? Yes, yes. No, big, yeah, it was a, it was liter literally just a young a pony, you know, a, just a, a baby horse. Just a baby horse. Yeah, I don't know mm. how old he was, but he wasn't very old. He's just big enough to get his little head through the gate. So, please, Mister, scratch my face. <laughs> You'll be my best friend ever. God, a talking horse leave. No. So. <laughs> oh gosh, a talking horse. Ah! So it's a human talking human. <laughs> I wonder if horses, when I, like when we neigh or like when we drive by a field and we moo at a cow, if they say, "Oh, they speak our language." I, I don't know, but have you ever seen the videos where guys will play instruments for cows? Oh yeah, yeah. Like trombones really cool. and stuff, and they come to him and they listen. They'll just like we'd like to listen to your show, sirs. Yeah, please. We are might we're quite refined. We are these cows of us. Yeah, one of them played a Lord song and uh, and never seen a diamond in the flesh on the trombone, and the cows all just came around him and they were just enjoying the music. I don't know. So hmm. cows. Oh well, well. Who thought? I didn't have a trumpet or anything. I would have played for the baby horse. I would have done anything that baby horse asked. I would have let him free. I would have given him oats. <laughs> I would have. I would have taken him and smuggled him aboard the airplane as a comfort, emotional support animal. <laughs> that would have been awesome. So. We're broken to the farmer's house, huh? Yeah, or the ranch hands, or whoever's. I don't know. 
Steal me some cheese, man, please. They like cheese? I don't know, but <laughs> I, for some reason, am thinking about it. So oh, okay. I'm, they must. Uh, so what about you? What's been going on in your world? Well, my my story here comes also from the last seven days or or so. It it actually happened when we were out in uh, out in Frisco, Texas. Okay. Um, so like I had mentioned last week, my wife was at this conference. So James and I had like all this free time. So, um, we, there was a mall there and we thought, okay, we'll go spend a couple of times at the mall. And they had this place at the mall called Kidzania. Have you ever heard of Kidzania? No, I'm going to Google it, it while you're talking. It is. Well, while you're Googling and looking at it, it is the coolest thing. Like, why didn't they have this when I was a kid? But basically it's like a little kid city. Yeah. inside the mall and you can go in it's amazing. and you can quote unquote get jobs yeah. at these little stations and then they pay you in kidzania money or whatever and at the end of your stay there you can cash it in for prizes and whatnot but they've got all sorts of cool stuff like you can be a an airline pilot and fly this you know thing and yeah you can put out fires and you could be a doctor yeah you know, all kinds of stuff and it's it's really cool. You know, they teach it's supposed to be educational fun. Right. Because, you know, they teach you about money management and there's a bank there and you can go to the university and and actually upgrade your salary to, you know, make more whenever you do these things. And wow. it's really cool. And then some of the little things they cost money. You okay. know, they cost your kids any bucks. Anyways, so we were pretty excited about it. And and um, I took James to the mall, and we're we're in there, and it's it's kind of a big mall. It's been a while since been, I've even been in a mall, but um, I said, "All right, where is this place?" And so we walk into the to the entrance there, and we walk around the entire mall, mm -hmm. and I'm looking all over for this place, and <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing to admit, I guess, but we we I'm like, let's just go back to the entrance where we came in, and of course, wouldn't you know it, that's where the stupid place was. <laughs> I mean, it, James was like, I, I saw the sign. It said Kidzania. <laughs> Why didn't you tell Why me? Why didn't you say anything? So he just wanted me to keep walking in circles, I guess. But uh, yeah, so he, we, he we finally found it. just wanted to spend it. time with you. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, before I go zany, I want a little yeah. more time with dad. Man, they yeah. can be, they can work on an airplane and fly yep. an airplane. They can be a chef. I'm, in, in Kansas City, they have a place that's like this, but it's nowhere near as fancy. Like, mm. it has a kid town in it, and it's got a grocery store, and it's got a bank, and it's got a couple other things, but nothing at this yeah. level. This is Disney quality stuff. It was really cool. It was almost like a, a Disney quality type thing, except it was a little bit okay, parents are dropping their kids off here so they can run around and uh, do stuff in the mall. So uh, there, you had some punk kids in there, but they it wasn't too bad. I mean, they had enough people. They had a lot of, you know, help there. So, you know, if you ever have an opportunity to take some kids there, it's really a cool, cool thing. In fact, they even had a little podcast place, and James uh, went in and did a podcast with a group of kids. And uh -uh. I think... Uh, I think he even might have, you know, plugged our show while. No uh, way. While well, thank stuff. you, James. Awesome. I like to pretend yeah. that he's named after me, like that, that I met, meant that much to you in your yeah, youth man. that when, <laughs> when it came time for you to pick names for your kids, you were like, okay, he's my second. So he doesn't mm -hmm. matter. He doesn't matter quite as much what I name him as it did the first <laughs> one. Um, so I'm just going to. I'm just going to remember James Kennison. Maybe subconsciously that was the case. Yeah. That's why it, it appealed to me so much when the list of names was going through our minds. Yeah. It's like that guy is worth having children named after him. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. There we go. That's my dream. My secret dream. Okay. Um, thanks patrons, by the way. Uh, if you don't know what a patron is, they're a supporter. They're a person that supports the show with their finances and we love you and we appreciate you. And we think all of you are awesome. Um, it's been a while since we've read off, uh, new patrons and, uh, because we were gone, you know, but Sh right. Sheila Gee became a $5 patron. So thank oh, you, thank Sheila. You, Sheila. You're awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wesley Gill became a $15 a month patron. Whoa. I know, right? I mean, we're just going to roll around in $15 every month. It's going to be great. Man. 15, thanks, Wes. 15 uh, Sacagawea dollars is what I'm going to roll around in. So it's nice and cold, you know. Ooh. I want to feel it. You know, I want them to stick to my skin. Um, <laughs> stick to your back while yeah. you roll over. <laughs> De- Deborah Sims became a $5 patron. And if you want to become That's a patron wow. and support the show, um, we, we would, we would love it. We have a goal, um, that we want to get to, uh, a, a, a certain number of patrons, but we're, we're going to talk more about that next week. Um, but if you'd like to become a patron, you can do so at, um, in our, our, that, uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash that story show, uh, or visit nlcast.com for more information and we will read your name on the show. We'll send you a sticker. You will get bonus content. It is awesome. It's a way for you to give. And uh, all the middle schoolers always want to, but they can't. And yeah, it's kind of tough. If middle schoolers had money, we would be millionaires. I'm telling you oh, right now. Oh, man. We would be podcast millionaires. Maybe we should start taking Robux because <laughs> every middle schooler or, plays Roblox, right? Or, or V-Bucks v or whatever. V-Bucks, there you go. Yeah. Or Call of Duty, whatever things they... Yeah, anything. <laughs> we'll just take virtual currencies from video games. I'll take your Bitcoin. There we go. <laughs> Uh, we got a couple of iTunes reviews um, brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. This one says, love you. Please read this. <laughs> they put Please. that in iTunes. Please read this. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's a follow-up oh to a previous review. So she, really? she rewrote a review. This is the way people communicate now, apparently. We used to do it through email. Now we do it through reviews. Thanks for reading my last review. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to get to us now yeah through reviews <laughs> um but don't put your stories in reviews because i will not read them from from reviews i will not right so don't, and we don't, don't read one star reviews except for you know once every yeah, millennium when you hate us um but anyway she she this is nicknamed six 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 three 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 two 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 from australia who misunderstood and misheard our old theme song and heard swearing in it in our in our oh. theme. And remember, we did this whole you know thing and we played it and you know yeah yeah I remember that yeah we played the whole thing and kind of broke it down. She says, um, "I heard listen up wrong," is what she says. Listen up, listen up. Sometimes I just don't take in things, and I'm a girl in sixth grade. Grade six ah, is the way she says grade it. Six. So I'm so, so sorry for causing a big fuss about my mishearing. <laughs> Did you know that in Australia, you only have 46 reviews? Come on, Australia. So that was. Well, I, I was thinking there's 46 people that have reviewed us in I know. Australia. I'm thrilled. I'm happy, wow. I'm happy as a clam. Man. Big place, too. Yeah. Oh, that's like having. Actually, that doesn't. That logic doesn't work there. Never mind. Sorry. So uh, uh, that Animal Crossing lover writes, truly amazing. This podcast is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I was scrolling through comedy podcasts. I added a few. I took away a few, scrapped them all, ended up, uh, added some more. But the one that I absolutely was sure that would stay was that story show. When I started listening to this podcast, I had no idea the connections and history. I would soon know the countless things that I've learned from this podcast. I have laughed. I've teared up. I felt comfort. I've listened to this for almost three years now, and I cannot see what I would be without it. I literally would not know. This podcast has been with me through my ups and my downs, through my nervous breakdowns, my joyful moments. I listened while I was moving internationally, when I was scared, happy, mad, you name it. I have no doubt that this will stay with me for the rest of my life and carry me through the years being happy, get to me happiness and peace, bringing me happiness and peace. The podcast itself is absolutely spectacular. The audio is spot on. All the sound effects are a joy to listen to. The hosts are amazing. I cannot say enough. James and John are funny and have wondrous friendships that make me feel comfortable at home with this podcast. I would say Uh that when I'm older, I will have nostalgia when I listen to this, but that will never happen because I will never stop listening until the world falls apart. Written by James Kennison. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That Animal Crossing uh, yeah, lover. That Animal Crossing lover. So probably one of the most glorious uh, reviews I, we've ever gotten. I'm not gonna lie, that kind of that got me in the feels, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, Whew. I love you, that Animal Crossing lover. <laughs> love you. 
Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, all right. Well, today is a special day um, because uh, I, I kind of forgot about it, but we have one of these. Quiznos. Quiznos. Where we quiz what you know. All right. Whoa! So uh, here it is. I uh, This is from uh, Mr. Mr. TJ Bunkall from Rexburg, Idaho. And he says, I am listening to episode 356, and you guys mentioned that we could send in quizzes. I'm a major bike enthusiast, so let's see what you knows. So question number one, and what we'll do with these is we will will answer them right after we ask them. So what is the part on a bicycle that physically moves the chain? Is it the shifter, the derailleur, the handlebar, or the cable? I know this one. And uh, Oh, physically moves the chain. Okay, I was thinking like... The switch, like the main the, sprocket. No, it's it's, it's go ahead. like to change gears, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say the derailleur. Yeah, that's that's what I say, and that is correct. The derailleur on most bikes, there's a shifter on the handlebar that pulls a cable, and the cable pulls the derailleur, which has springs and such that pushes or pulls the chain and the different cogs of the crank set or the cassette. I didn't know all that, but newer shifters are called DI2, which is essentially Bluetooth. It's wirelessly linking to the derailleur so it changes gears at exactly the same way each time goodness gracious bluetooth that's cool gear shifters number two why do bike shop mechanics recommend you bring your bike in about a month after cable replacement or a new bike is purchased one they think you're dumb two they want your money three the cables (laughs) for the brakes or the derailleur stretch and need to be adjusted to work properly uh number four if not bought if, if not brought in, the bike could experience mechanical issues or even failure or uh, 18, all of the above. <laughs> I will let you answer first. Um, I, I would, uh, I would probably say all of the above because yeah. they, they think you're dumb. Of course they do. Cause you're, you're not a bike. I'm not a bike because you're bringing the, your bike to them for them to fix it. If yeah. you were smart, you'd be doing it yourself. Right. Yeah. So uh, uh, what do you think? I think it's because the cables stretch and they need to be readjusted. Okay. Well, the correct answer is all of the above. <laughs> the main reason we ask that you bring your bikes back after a month is because the cables stretch a bit and need to be adjusted to work properly. But let's be honest, people can easily break their bikes in that time frame and some mechanics wages are purely based on commission so it's a little bit of both a little bit of badness well that is awesome so i next time i see a bike mechanic i will i will be (laughs) suspicious i'll be he is he is sus as they say he's sus bike mechanic is sus uh what is the difference between the crank set and the cassette freewheel okay <laughs> that's it there's no multiple choice what is it john what is the freaking difference between the crank set and the cassette free will answer it now the crank set is on a fixed paradigm with the paragulum and the <laughs> crank cassette is not you're absolutely i don't know let's read the answer the crank set <laughs> are gears in the front attached to the pedals That's what I was basically saying. (laughs) When you pedal, the crank sets rotate. The gears are on the rear, and they're called cassettes or freewheels, depending on what bike it is. Well, there you go, Mr. Bike Enthusiast. Well, so far, I'm one out of three. So far, I cheated on (laughs) one of them and uh, read ahead, and I knew the derailleur (laughs) one. So I'm only one in so far. Okay. So we're we're, we're equal. (laughs) Number four, which of the following are not part of a complete wheel set? This is a trick question. They're all trick questions for idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Which of the following are not complete wheel sets? Part of a complete wheel set. Rim, tire, not the tube, nipple, spoke, (laughs) hub, or valve cap. So which is not part of the complete wheel set? Yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I don't want to say anything. Um, one in. 
The one with the end is not part of it. Okay. Um, He's trying to trick us to say that word, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, I, I have a problem because you put the answers right after the question, and I my eyes dart down, and so I <laughs> see the answer immediately. When you write these things out, put all the answers at the bottom, and it will help a little bit. But um, uh, I'm going to try to guess at what I would have thought. I, I would say the hub. I'm going to say hub. But the correct answer is the valve cap. The valve cap valve is cap. part of the tube, see? And the tube, oh. the tube goes inside the tire, and it's what you inflate to inflate a fat, a fat, a flat tire. The tube is not the tire. A nipple oh. is the tiny bolt that holds the spoke to the rim. <clears throat> the rim is oh. the, the metal circle that holds everything together, and the hub is the axle that the bearings allow the wheel to spin. See, we're getting educated all over yeah. the place. Number five: Can a e? can a bike with a seventeen inch frame Fit a person who is six two. The correct answer is no. I'm just I would say, say that too. <laughs> That's too small. A uh, seventeen inch frame will most likely fit a person between the heights of five four and five ten. Number six. Which part is incorrectly matched with its description? Good lord! Oh. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. They're correct all... answer is headset. The headset <laughs> is the bearings that allow you to steer. True or false? Number seven. I would have got that one wrong too. <laughs> I was like, let's just jump into the future and, and fail this one. Um, if you have a flat, you don't have to replace the tire. I no. would say true. That is, yeah. you don't have to replace the tire because you replace the tube. And he says true. Right. Unless you have a giant yes. gash in the side of the tire, you can just replace the tube. All right. Guess what? I just got two right, yo. Yeah, yo, yo. We are <laughs> we are brilliant. Number number eight is a true or false. Once you purchase a bike, you only need to inflate the tire about once a year. True or false? I I believe that is false because I've bought many bikes for my children, and it seems like every time they take them out, which is twice a year uh, or three times a year, they they need to be inflated. So, what do you twice think? Twice a John? year. Once a yeah, year? twice a year. Twice a year. Okay. The, uh, the correct answer is false. Tubes are naturally porous, which allows them to stretch and expand. That means you should inflate your tires to the specific PSI. Uh, All the time. Man, we didn't know this when we were kids, did we, dude? We just ride them until they were flat. Yeah, that's right. We just we just thought, oh, I need a new one. Yeah. <laughs> it's flat again. I'll just keep pumping it up until I can't pump it anymore. <laughs> exactly. The things that we did to our bikes to keep them going. Uh, which of the following would you lubricate uh, your chain with? WD-40, canola, or cooking oil? A lubricant such as T9, rock and roll, finish line, etc. Or no lubricants, chains don't need it. Yes, correct. No lubricants. Chains. The only reason you put a lubricant on it is to keep oil off of it so you could use like a something that doesn't collect dust well i'm gonna guess dust. since there are products called t9 rock and roll finish line etc my guess is that there mm. are um bike specific mechanic um commission uh exciting uh products out there you know okay that they would want you to buy the correct answer is you need a bike specific lubricant i knew it oh man I knew it. wrong because I said nothing because uh you 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 can't just do wd-40 that would be too simple that's what i've used my whole life but yeah truth but be guess, told guess where you get a bike specific lubricant from from a bike shop so yeah, where they work off commission yeah don't don't go to i Walmart think this or is Target. a sales pitch i do too i think it? we've accidentally sponsored <laughs> this is sprockets it's the time when we dance yeah i, I think we've we've accidentally True or false, chains should be replaced about every season um, when a rider rides their bikes. If you don't replace your chain periodically, you can ruin your gears and end up spending hundreds of dollars to fix it. Uh, true. Mm. Replace your chain every season. I've never replaced yeah. a chain in my life. So you only, <laughs> <laughs> you only ride never. in the summer. Replace it once a year. If you ride around year-round, replace it four times a year. If you don't wow. replace your chain, your chain will stretch over time. And ruin the gears that's, the that's part of the cassette. I know that now. Um, mm. And and the front gears, which is the flywheel. No. The what? fixed something or other. Oh, yeah. We, we learned and then forgot. So if you oh. try to replace an overused chain, 
the new chain won't work because the gears are fitted to the old mm-hmm. chain. Hope you enjoyed this. Kinda. 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 I just realized how much I don't know about bikes. Yeah. You know a lot, TJ Bunkall. You know a Bunkall about bikes. TJ probably has his own bike store. Yeah, he probably does. But he didn't promote it, so he gets to be on the show. All right, um, that was Quiznos. Now it's time for our feature story. Let me tell y'all a story. Well, guess what? I had a featured story already picked out for today, but then a better one came in through the email. It came from John, and um, I was going to talk about my trip in Colorado, but we'll do that next week. And um, this one came in, and it's a fantastic piece of audio. I cannot oversell it enough. Uh, James, (laughs) John's little son, tell, tell me just a little bit about how it came about that you decided to record it. No spoilers. Just tell me about, okay. What made you decide to send this in? He, this, it's a great story for one. Yes, it is. And, um, he has this, this deep interest to be on our show. Ah. I don't know if he wants to be like his old man or if he wants to be like his namesake, uh, (laughs) and, and follow in your footsteps. Um, but, uh, he, so yesterday when we couldn't record, he's a little bit down. I said, well, listen, maybe, uh, maybe we could go ahead and record your, sh- your, your story and we'll send it to James and see what he thinks. Yeah. So that's where it came from. Well, James thought it was amazing what little James sent in. So, um, without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you to something we call new nickname. All right. So keep in mind, school just started for this boy. So here yeah. we go. Okay, I'm here with James, who uh, he's he's got a story to tell us, so, uh, hey. Yeah. So tell us your story, man. Uh, well, when on Tuesday, we were doing science class, and we decided to do an experiment with teams, and okay. I was on the girls' team. Ah, so it was a bunch of girls, and how many how many guys were on your team? Uh, none. I was the only boy on the girls' team. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so... We had to do an experiment with yeast, hot water, and sugar. And one team had to use molasses, and the other team had to use sugar Okay. for the base. And, and what, what were you guys using for the base? Sugar. Okay. And uh, the sugar won, and then we kind of got happy about it, and we decided to make a team. We were Team Sugar. Cool. And <laughs> we had to decide to uh, for a team leader. Okay. And... A few arguments later, um, I was elected. Wait, so so all the girls on your team voted to, to have a leader, and you were the one voted to be the leader? Yep, I was. Awesome. And uh, they started calling me Sugar Daddy. <laughs> Why did they call you Sugar Daddy? Because our team name was Team Sugar, and I was the only boy on the team. So, <laughs> so you started off middle school with the nickname Sugar Daddy. Yep, I sure did. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> yep, that was it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine all these little girls like, okay, sugar daddy, don't do this. I would, my mind, if it was me in his position, I would not be functional. I would not be able to, oh. to operate as a, as a young man. I just would just be like, uh, uh, you know, all my, all my, uh, what do you call it? Your, your, uh, stuff that makes you a man or a woman. Um, hormones, hormones. Yeah. My hormones would just be going crazy. <laughs> Like, I'm yeah. going to marry all of you. All of you. <laughs> Keep in mind, this was his first day of class. Oh, my goodness. So that was the first time that he was in the class with all of his, you know, new classmates. And this is also his first day of sixth grade. Right. So he's he's kicking off middle school oh. with some with some great <laughs> gusto, I suppose. <laughs> Congratulations, son. I'm glad you don't have a girl. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's a totally different game when you have a daughter. Um, like, like I'll share this. I'll share this on the show. There is a, there is a, there's a movement on our Discord server 
to try to get Jenna, my daughter, to communicate to her somehow. Like there's a group of middle school boys, a bunch of thirsty little dudes that want <laughs> to somehow gain access to communicating to my daughter. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And I told her about it today. First of all, they flat out asked. They're like, is she on Discord? If so, you know, what is her username? And then can I have her phone number? And I was <laughs> like, one, one guy came out and just asked. And I was like, nope and nope. And, and, nope. and somebody came to his defense and was like, well, you know, in, the, in back in the day, wasn't it appropriate to ask the father for permission to court the young lady? I'm like, dude. This is modern times. This is different. They, I ain't letting no thirsty little boys court my daughter on freaking social media. You know, <laughs> but I, right. I told her about it today. And, and I will say, and this will make the boys a little crazier than normal, I guess. But she was flattered. Uh oh, but completely <laughs> uninterested. Obviously, obviously. Right, right. Of course, she, of course. She's a junior in high school and, and they've heard her on the podcast and that's, all they know, you know, so, but yeah. in, in reality, she's not that great. She's ugly. <laughs> um, she, she smells bad. She wears oh. really weird clothes. Um, you guys I have noticed she has an accent. I mean, everything about her is just, <laughs> so guys just find someone else for your own good. Very uh. just, ugh. I mean, I love her, but I'm the only one. My wife doesn't even like her. <laughs> so, you know, so wrong. So just, you know, I don't know. It's the equivalent of telling your kids, you know, you wouldn't like this ice cream. It's spicy, you know, so. Yeah, it's terrible ice cream. It, it'll, it'll just make you fat. Yeah. yeah. Unhappy. Well, before yeah. we run out of time, let's do some listener stories. That was fantastic. Little James, thank you so much for sending that in. And John, thank you for making him do it. It was great. Yeah, All right, today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist today. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's convenient because you're there. You can be in your pajamas and still get on there and get signed up and start communicating with your own privately chosen counselor in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. These are licensed people. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who qualify and need it. The service is available for clients worldwide. So wherever you're hearing this, it's for you. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash that story show. And we'd like to thank betterhelp.com for sponsoring our stories today. Thank you so much. All right, this story is called Too Much Soda, and it's sent in from Mike from San Luis Obispo, California. And it just it struck me as odd. It's an it's a it's a huh. interesting little story. So Okay. Here we go. I, I don't know. I don't know about it. Here we go. When my nephew was around four years old, my wife and I went to his parents' house for a visit. Being that I'm his favorite uncle, he lit up when he saw me and jumped into my lap. And after talking for a while, he says excitedly, Hey, Uncle Mike, my mom got me this new toothpaste and it makes my teeth really, really white. Not yellow like yours, but really, really white. Oh, man. But that's Brutal. because you drink a lot of soda. And <laughs> that's, so, what, that's what the kid said. That's what the kid said. So, oh, my goodness. Apparently, this kid had been talking about my teeth with someone in the family. Probably his mom. Side note. I feel they're more of a soft ecru, but that's my opinion. It's just a, you know, a pearly color. So yeah. Now for years, that used to be the end of the story until I told my mother-in-law and her response was, wow, kids are so honest. They just tell you like it is. 
And I looked at her like, <laughs> really, lady? Like, you're not going to defend me at all? She's just, uh, somebody finally told you your teeth are gross, you know, so. Oh, man. So for years, that used to be the end of the story until, until I told my wife what her mother had said. And her reply was, well, you do drink a lot of soda. <laughs> oh, the plot thickens. I looked at her like, really, lady? And for years, that used to be the end of the story until I wrote into that story show podcast. And I can't wait to hear the next part of my story using your responses. No pressure. Mike from San Luis Obispo. California. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, whitening toothpaste. Um, change. To, I know what this was. Change to a clear this, soda. This is, a, this is a classic setup. They wanted to put all the weight on this kid who's going to be brutally honest and they probably told him they probably bought him the toothpaste <laughs> and said it'll make your teeth really white but um, not like uncle mike yeah how did his teeth and, get so bad mommy oh he just drinks too much because mom you know his wife is probably like he needs to stop some of the soda habit right right he's spending too much money on the soda and that's probably that's probably what it was mike it's really your wife is the culprit, and she she bought your nephew the toothpaste, and it got back to your mother in law because it's see how it, it it's intertwined there. Mm. Yeah, mm, 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 mm. or I could just be a, a moron. No, I I blame the sister. <laughs> I, I think I think it's the sister. I mean, he that's who he suggests is that that the son, uh, the nephew had been talking to the mother, and that they had this discussion, but I do agree <laughs> with you that, that maybe there was a secret plan. Like we, we either need to sit him down and have a, have a intervention. Yeah. Or we can get little Billy involved here <laughs> and, and let's do Billy. So, <laughs> He's so <come>. honest. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah. I wonder if his, you know, how emoticons, how they come um, with the classic yellow, but they also come in flesh tones. Yeah, yeah I, w- right. I wonder on his phone there is a tooth emoticon. I wonder <laughs> if his come in <laughs> different tones <laughs> for his teeth. Or <laughs> Mike, Mike, it's all good. You can just tell your it nephew comes that you're going to start using classic yellow, <laughs> ecru, ecru, all the way through, just... all the way to the poop color emoji, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know, These Mike. These teeth aren't like that. Oh, uh, I drink a lot. It made me self-conscious. I went to look in the mirror because I drink a lot of soda. I drink a brown cola. I, I drink uh, uh, diet root beer a lot. Yeah. And uh, I looked in the mirror and, and no, my teeth aren't yellow, thankfully. But I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. What, maybe our drinking methods are different. I've heard if you use a straw. It's better for yeah, you because it bypasses your teeth and doesn't eat off the enamel as much. And, mm. you know, so maybe you just need a, 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 a straw straw. Yeah. But, or, or start drinking coffee and then you'll get a nice color like mine. Yeah. <laughs> coffee teeth, coffee. Oh teeth. boy. I've seen those. I've seen those. All right. John read us nasty hands. Oh, nasty hands. This comes to us from our friend, John in Pennsylvania. Hey, John he says, Hey, James and John, this is the second story I've sent in. You have an amazing podcast, so keep it up. I'm sorry if I'm using Yeah, why does John have a dumb voice? I don't know, because you said something about this being middle school drama, so I assume he's oh, in oh, middle oh. school. Um, okay, <laughs> I, I forgot to, 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 to tag it. Move out of the way, stupid. Yeah, all right. But, but he's frightened as an adult now, so. You know. Okay, sorry, I'll fix it. <laughs> When I was six or seven, I was very unsanitary as a child. Uh, yeah, that's that's six or seven for you. Yeah. I wouldn't wash my hands or anything like that. Now, he says, I do now. Good. He's so, grown up. There you go. I'm all grown. He says, I was in Chick-fil-A. I, I was in a Chick-fil-A bathroom, and I did my business, and I left without washing my hands. The and rebel. I went back to my table. Yeah. Just opened up that door with them nasty little paws. <laughs> And just walked straight on back, marched on back to his table. And uh, and the guy from the bathroom followed me and walked up and told my dad. He said, your son didn't wash his hands. <laughs> my dad didn't really care. He just said, okay. <laughs> Hope it makes it on the show. Oh. <laughs> John. 
from Pennsylvania. Now, see, I put this one in because I don't know whose side of this I'm on. Like, the kid should have washed his hands, but if I saw a kid yeah. walk out of the bathroom without washing his hands, that's where the story would end for me. I would think, yeah, I would right. think that's nasty, and then that would be it. Or I would think, oh, I remember I never washed my hands until I turned like 16, and then that would be the end of the story. But right. this man decided to take it upon himself. He was like a male Karen. Ah, you know, Brad. and he went out the door and followed the kid to his table, which I'm going to go ahead and say is creepy. You're yeah. following a kid <laughs> from the bathroom. That's the second worst thing you could do. The most worst is following them to the bathroom, but following <laughs> them back and then going up to the dad and saying, um, by the way, I thought you should know your son. I am the official police Nazi of mm -hmm. hand washing and your son did not wash his hands i would yeah. say okay too i'd be like okay okay thank you and get out of my business and then i would send my mm. son to go wash his hands but i would wait till the man left so that the man <laughs> would not know that he was successful you know what i'm saying <laughs> i would have grabbed my kid's hands and started licking them as <laughs> that's gross i wouldn't do that's that. so nasty that's so gross. Yeah. Anyway. But dude probably would have not walked back to his table, but ran. I, I had a conversation with my wife about this one time. And I was like, you know, hand washing is really for a guy, not that big of a deal. I don't know what you ladies are doing in there, but, right. but it's really the, the women that really, really force men to wash their hands. If there were no women, men would not wash their hands. Okay. You know, I, I know this for a fact. Sense. Because I used to work with uh, a bunch of construction guys and I had a dude tell me, you can tell about, there's two kinds of men. There's men that wash their hands before they go to the bathroom. There's men that wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. <laughs> and of course he was one that washed his hands before because he was a working man. And he was making a statement about me because I worked behind a desk as an office assistant at the time. And I was the kind that washed my hands after. <laughs> after. So I I know that men are different. I don't know what women do in the bathroom that they require. They, but they think that there is a lot more going on with our hands and our business. Self. Yeah. Than there really is. So I, I, I won't go through all the details, but I told my wife once about the basic, the basics of it and, and how we can use the waistband of our underpants to, to form a sort okay. of hammock that that it can sit on. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? I don't. I don't know. A hammock. <laughs> ah. So the, there's no hands in 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 contact is what I'm trying there's to no say. Touching. Well, the way that I think about it is my hands come in contact with things in the bathroom. Yeah. That have been. That's flattered upon. That's so true. that's that's just my thought. Eh. That's true. <laughs> but I was raised by women. Yeah, so was I. They were always telling me to wash my hands. So yeah, there's something to that logic. There is. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not an anti hand washer. I just <laughs> I just don't like people in my business, and uh, I don't like people following me back to my table to tell me that my kid didn't wash his hand. Yeah, that's that's a little much right there. By the way. Your kid's a, a weird, gross person. Just wanted you to know here in Chick-fil-A where we, we share Christian love. And uh, <laughs> Anyway, we got another MSD. Here it is. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Uh, this one's called Spider Starfruit. It's sent to us by Raider. Hello, James and Fart King. Hey. I have a story <laughs> okay. for you guys. So it was Christmas, and me and my brother and my sis were helping my grandma set up a tree, and we oh. saw a spider. So my grandma killed it with her bare hands and wiped it on her <gasps> dress. And me Ooh. and my bro and my sis went to the den and talked about how gross that was. We had an impromptu meeting. <laughs> I can see them getting together. Hey, y'all, we need did to you, discuss this. Did about you grandma. see what just happened with grandma? You know, because it's the first bad thing they've ever seen grandma do. And it's 
shocking. Bare it's shocking. hands, guys. Bare hands. She squished that spider. Grandma's a beast. Then Grandma, who still had not washed her hands, asked us if we wanted <laughs> star fruit. And we said, no, thanks. But she says, don't make me eat this alone. <laughs> and she made us eat it. That was the day we were forced to eat spider star fruit. Bye. <laughs> Raider. P.S. James, if you are reading this, can you do grandma's voice like mom's voice? That Your mom's voice that you do. I did. I did do it. Don't make me eat this alone. Don't you make me eat this alone. I squish the spider and put it on my dress. So what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, John, if you are reading this, can you do your Larry boy voice? <laughs> oh, um, no, I don't want to make you eat this alone. This is fine. Yeah. P Please. PPS. I'm a middle schooler and I never use the word pog. It just sounds wrong. Also, I know how to spell. Oh. So there you go. Yeah, he did. He did a good job spelling. He did great. That was fantastic. I, I almost felt bad reading it in a middle school voice, but we have to. Oh, oh. Man. oh, middle school drama. Sorry, my bad. Middle school. Uh, yeah, is it, uh, it's my turn. Uh, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Uh, okay. I was caught up in the moment. Yeah, it was a moment. It really was. Whew. Dead air. Whoops. <laughs> what's, the, what's the matter? I'm sorry. Did you hear me cut out? Yeah, I mean, not, just nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, something something closed on my computer. Oh. But I'm back. So right. here we go. Not up in that moment, too. Uh, so this is, this is a little tight, James. I'm just going to tell you. This comes to us from Matthew. Okay. It's a little tight. It's called a little it's tight. A, okay. Tight. It's a little tight. Hey, James, John, I have quite the story for you today. So buckle up. Mm. I've got my seatbelt on. Yeah. Yep. Five-point harness just in case you're wondering. So I was about 10. I was about to be 11, actually. And uh, me and my family like to go to this place in southern Florida, which is a snowbird neighborhood, which for those of you who don't know, snowbirds are the people that come from up north and they winter down in Florida. And they call them snowbirds, I think, because I don't know. But they're, they're typically older folks, right? Yeah, they're people from Canada. And, and, and they uh, fly south north. for the winter. I mean, so they're snowbirds. Fly south for the winter. Snowbirds. Yeah, there you go. So uh, it's summer for us, and uh, summer is the off season. So we can get these really nice houses with in-ground pools and lots of bedrooms for really cheap. Yeah, and none of this has any bearing on the story, by the way. None of it. Just, yeah, it's just all nothing <laughs> up front. Okay, so back to the story. Here we go. Uh, we were about to go swimming one day, and I put on a swimsuit. And when I walked out of my bedroom, my grandmother said... Don't you think that swimsuit's a little tight, my friend? <laughs> Grandma. Grandma, what are you looking at? What are you? I said, no, it'll be fine as long as I don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so about 20 or 30 minutes later, I said, I have to go use the restroom. And it wasn't just number one. It was number two. Which is why you got, got out of the pool. Because kids which, don't get out of the pool. For yeah, that's one. true. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't care. When I got into the bathroom, I couldn't get my swimsuit down to use the restroom. <laughs> and when I thought I did, I sat down and did my business. I thought everything was going smoothly, but it was not. It had ended up with me in the shower cleaning myself up from the number two catastrophe, uh, or as I like to call them, a craptastrophe. Uh, <laughs> Just made that word up. I hope you like it. I do. So, well, there you have it. That's that's how it went, James and John. Matthew. 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 What? What you you put in so much detail about the location, and then yeah. you just skipped right over <laughs> what actually happened. I think I know what happened. See, he got embarrassed typing this out. He's like, I can't tell them how bad it was. <laughs> okay, I can't so tell them that. I imagine uh, the way boys' swimsuits are made, and men's for that matter, is is there's a pair of shorts, um, and mm -hmm. then there is a pair of netted underpants. Yeah, yeah, Mo weird netted underpants. Yeah, just just uh, just sewn in there. And my yeah. guess is that he got the pants down, but didn't extract <laughs> the netted underpants properly. <laughs> it was still stuck. Still in the stuck up in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cheese grater. 
It's like Resident Nomad in the chat said it was a colander. It's a colander. It's like one of those things that you that you push Play-Doh through. <laughs> so gross. It's the That's sick. I'm sorry. He <laughs> thought everything was going smoothly. So yeah, I was pushing through smoothly. It was a nice texture. Yeah, everything was. <laughs> Maybe it was. Play-Doh. I don't know how that that crazy weird design got in the toilet. <laughs> Kind of a Gross, kind of spaghetti. Son. I don't know what's going on. Oh. Yucky, <laughs> crap, Getty. Nice one, resident. No man, your, your son didn't wash his hands. So. Uh, <laughs> get back in there, boy. So you go take a shower right now, son. That is not what I thought you were about to say. <laughs> shower, shower. I'm glad you said it fast. All right, uh, we got another middle school drama. Um, uh, um. Dang it. Oh, these shows are going long lately. We have so many stories still to to play. I think this is going to have to be our last one. Um, And and if I emailed you and said your story would be on this episode, it will be on the next one. But um, MSD, uh, Middle School Drama, Hex Kitchen. I love y'all's podcast, and I have listened to every episode five times each. And I have been listening since 2014, and I have loved every second. And here is my story. One day, my parents left me and my big sister home alone, and we wanted to cook some toast. So us, with our eight-year-old minds, decided to cook it with matches. (laughs) So, Uh, okay. The toast caught fire. And to put it out, we grabbed some oil, and it didn't make it any better, though, because the toast became engulfed with fire. So we soaked it with water, and the smoke smell stayed for two weeks. Me and my sister got in a ton of trouble. Hopes it gets on the show. Sincerely, Nathan Helgams. Oh, Oh, man. Hex Kitchen. Yeah, I bet you Gordon Ramsay would have had a lot of fun with that. You can't cook that with matches. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad I'm past that age with my kids and nothing happened. Because the logic of the children's. Is is flawed. Oh, let's cook with matches. Let's just yeah, do that. And then let's soak it in oil because you know that'll put the fire that'll out. Put that fire right out. Oh my gosh. My brothers You're a donut. My brothers did something very similar because my mom would go to Sam's all the time and buy these oversized barrels of things, and one of them was cooking oil. And <laughs> she uh she was taking a nap and my brothers got a hold of this extended click lighter, you know, those, those long lighters that they have mm, yeah, for yeah. kerosene heaters and the like, and they were playing with it in the pantry and they decided to melt a hole in the side of this, this Wesson oil, you know, barrels oh, and it turned into a lamp and it, and it caught the <laughs> oil on fire and started <laughs> out of the, out of the hole. And um, oh, no. my mom wakes up, and my brothers are dancing around it like like tribesmen. No, you know? they aren't. Yeah, and and they're <laughs> clicking the click lighter, and 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 it's just uh, it's chaos. And she, we came home <clears throat> to see a melted down Wesson oil bucket, and uh, just a buttload of of white powder everywhere in the oh. kitchen. She had taken another container of sam's i don't even know what it was it could have been cornstarch it could have been flour it could but it was white and she keeps the spirit away she just used it to to smother the flames and had dumped all of it out and and then probably had gone back to bed in frustration and my brothers had trailed it and grabbed handfuls of it and run to their beds and dumped them out and so there were footprints and a heavy trail of 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 dropped oh, uh, wow. flour. We'll just say, all the way across the living room into the hallway, down into the bedrooms. It was mm. absolute chaos. And Let me guess, you had to clean it up, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, of course we did. Of course mm-hmm. we did. It was madness. Madness. It's not madness. Punk this chip. is the Kinnison household. <laughs> <laughs> who'd you kick down the hole oh man I'd, I'd love to have kicked my brothers in the hole so <laughs> the b-hole <laughs> so that's bad 
we got they got better okay so do you have any stories of course you do everybody's got a funny life story whatever it is send your stories email or audio to that story show at gmail.com and if we used your story today we owe you a sticker email us your address that story show.com is the website review us on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us and join our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash NLcast. Thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, you know what would be great for this show? A uh, A quiz. Based completely on bikes. I mean, like, heavily detailed bike facts. And then... While you're at it, visit my bike store. (laughs) At bikestore.com. Just think this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for the quiz. Thanks for all the great stories. And thank you, Amanda. Thank you, James. And thank you, John, for doing another show with me. I appreciate you, man. Thanks to everybody in the chat room who joined us today. And we will see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Peace out, peeps. <laughs> I love a baby horse. I love a Hello. baby horse. I love a baby horse. I love a baby <laughs> horse. I love a baby horse. A cute baby horse. You feed a baby horse baby carrots? I feed it cheese, apparently. Cheese. <laughs> Get me some cheese, man. <laughs> mm. I want some cheese. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.